Good morning, United States of America and the world at large. From the United Nations Day, baby. Born on October 24. October 24. Need I say more? October 24. First day of the Scorpio. Sea town, baby. Dragon, baby. And also. Dun, 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 dun. America turned 200 years old. Four scores and seven years ago. So, you ever get random songs that just sort of just sort of filter, funnel, flow, pop in the head? Just pop! Just populated! Babe, do you remember that one song from, I'm not going to tell you the artist, but I'm going to sing the opening, and I want you to name that beat, okay? Alright, here we go. I don't practice Santeria, I ain't got no crystal ball. Well, I had a million dollars, but I'd I'd spend it all if I could find that. Do you know what I'm singing? <laughs> well, like Papa Gavin. Keep it, keep it going. And it's... And I... Keep it going. What I really want to know. Oh, baby. What I really want to say, I can divine. Well, it's love that I need. <laughs> oh, okay. Who was the artist and what was the song title? Yeah! Alright, extra points if you know the year. right for me when I reference years I was actually alive so I can actually think back huh what was I doing which state was I living in which part of the country was it Washington was it which which one wasn't but yeah I've lived a life before there was ever a map quest or a google map I had the Thomas guide (laughs) Do I sound fun to you? Fun? Very fun. We're watching all the Bat... Batmans? We're watching all the... Spider-Mans? The Spider-Men? And, um... What's funny is, we're watching it, and... I think my favorite Spider-Man... I mean, I do like Tom... I do like Tom as the Spider-Man, but... I think Toby's the OG, and I feel like he was the one that, like, kind of showed his light of character for Spidey, and, you know, all other ones, you know, did their thing, but I I think he's definitely up there, but my main observation is that Aunt May in each one just keeps getting younger. <laughs> like, they, they, like, I mean... First, you know, they had the original where 
you know, like she's Auntie, Auntie May, you know, and then the second one, or I should say the second set is with, what was his name? Was his name like Garfield? Andrew or something? Okay. Yeah, and so with that one, that was... That one had Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, I remember that. Everybody, when I was like, you know, petite and stuff growing up, would be like, people would call me the most interesting nicknames. And after a while, I would just be like, okay, here comes another one. Here comes, and it would be like, you know, Small Wonder. They called me Small Wonder Gidget. Of course, Minnie Mouse, which I adored because, you know, I can't ever get enough of Minnie Mouse in my lifetime, throughout my life, even to this day. And then, um, of course, Little Bit, since I was, since that was what it's always been a little bit. Yen Yen, Yenny, Nerminator, Nermalicious, Nerms, Nermy Nerms. So Small Wonder was one of my nicknames. And being that, I don't know if anyone ever watched it, but it was like a TV show. Did you ever hear of Small Wonder? Do you remember that show? No. <gasps> you never watched Small Wonder? She's a small wonder. Okay, so let me give you the breakdown, conceptual fact of the matter of what it even is talking about. So, there was this guy who worked at a place where they were developing robots, and he basically takes the robot, like her name is Vicky. My name is Vicky, and she's a, she talks like this. And she is a robot. Hi, I am Vicky. Vicky, you know. So, I think the dad would hide her in the closet, though. That'd be like a way. So she'd sleep in the closet. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Yes. Word. So. Uh. No, she was a robot. She was a robot, legit, looked like a human. Right, of course, come on. But, that's, but, that's what I mean. but it's like, funny though, because they never had anything like that, but then that that would not fly in today's time. People are like, what are you talking about putting a kid in a closet? I don't give a <laughs> like, How are you gonna put a kid in a closet? <laughs> If you really think about it, it is creepy, but I think because everything was kind of like the conceptual kind of, let's give it a college try, let's see how this goes, and then I'll oh, just throw, throw it out there like a freaking you know, coin in a fountain, you know, just let it happen. So it was just like, you know, you had these shows that were just like so very much... <laughs> out there <laughs> but it used to like it used to pop and then nobody really criticized it people just kind of like observed it for like okay you know that that's not gonna happen in real life so might as well just laugh about it in this moment. but i could appreciate it because we didn't have that many channels back in the day how many maybe eight and then then when you had cable that was like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like ooh, you know you got all kind of cable showtime and cinemax and hbo yo but 
I want to say this. I think it was really awesome to watch HBO Boxing with you guys. And watching Boxing Live with you guys. And being able to, like, watch all of that consistently. And seeing, like, all the different boxing matches and rematches and stuff. And, you know... I don't know what happened there. Like, why don't they have any more HBO? You know, what happened? What happened to it? So it doesn't exist anymore? At all? Do they ever want to? ESPN and CBS now do free fights. So, it's no longer, when did that stop, what year, for HBO Boxing? It was recent. No, because I remember we watched a couple fights on there that we looked forward to, and, and they had the nice way of illustrating which fight was up next, and it felt like consistent. But I'm saying, it wasn't four years ago, that would make it... 2018. Okay. Well, I feel like what was what what were the boxing mat? Didn't we watch Triple G that year? Fight Canelo. Yeah, it was like it felt fun though because it felt like we would look forward to it and we know their stats and then their performance histories and then you know well it felt more like it was heart like you would see these people and that's But it's not real boxing. <laughs> I how'd we get here? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, where where'd we come from, and how'd we get here? Does Pedro feel the same way? I don't know what to say about all that because I've never watched any of that because I would always feel like this isn't what I would be watching. No. But I have to say that I feel very lucky because Lance and I watched Manny Pacquiao live, Pac-Man, and yes, we did. We watched him fight against Vargas, and we watched him fight against Ugas, but his final fight before his, his actual fight, which is fighting for his presidency. And so we went to that match and the one with Vargas, he won that night. That was dope. I remember we had on our Pac-Man shirt. That was awesome. But like the one against Ugas. So Lance's father, my father-in-law, father-in-law took us where he got the tickets a long time ago too. 
right? Same concept with me. Right, Pacquiao versus Spence. And then, you know, Spence couldn't fight that night anymore. And so Ugas became the new opponent. And a lot of people were trying to resell their tickets, you know, like sell their, you know, because it's no longer going to be Spence. And Pac-Man was very much still going to fight, you know. He trained and everything. And uh, sure enough, it was like, yeah, I'm going to still fight. So he definitely went up that night. And it was his final fight. And I still have the tickets. And we had such a good, fun time. It was very memorable, wasn't it? Because what was our first date? Remember? It was watching Manny Pacquiao with his parents. Right? It was like a first. my first date with my husband was a double date with his parents. Is that not adorable or cute or awesome or what? Like, isn't that funny and fun? Like, the guy ended up marrying, what's your first date, you know? Everybody has like a first date memory where it's just kind of like I've had some funny interesting like experiences in my life for sure like I just look back and I think that's funny and it's endearing too because there's always like you know my other nickname is Nerms of Endearment but with Lance like I met him and it was like serendipitous and it was unexpected which is like the most the rawest form of truth and beauty and purity and its reality because I was just like I really needed to go in there yes for hairspray but also for tampons (laughs) I needed some tampons (laughs) so I was like man I'm on my period right and it's like the main back in fight and I needed tampons and I needed hairspray too and you know some water and Lance comes up to me and then he just was like because he's working pharmacy and he's like you know is there anything that I can help you with and I'm just like oh I'm good you know I'm just looking around browsing and stuff and I'm not going to tell him I'm looking for tampons so he's like I don't know like it's a vibe for me like I I just pick up on vibes and I always try to put my my good vibes out there even like you know when I'm sleepy or something like I always try to find my core vibes from inside within and then I like do my best to like but then I also recognize I'm human and I'm you know need to like I kind of recharge and I just recharge and and kind of it's like a connect disconnect reconnect you know like kind of like a how humans are and adults are with like reviving and recharging so when we met I was like unexpectedly like oh you know this guy's handsome and cute and oh and he has and this wasn't a time babe babe this isn't a time when there were no masks for real 
Like, I couldn't imagine meeting you in like 2022 talking about, hey. <laughs> like, that's taking a big risk. I can't even imagine trying to meet you back in that time talking about, hey, you're so cute. And then he's so funny. He, I swear, because like, I think it takes confidence and a calmness i think it's so important like if you're going to talk to human being especially nowadays even more so more more so i just feel like you just need to be calming in your voice like i was i don't okay like i really appreciate human interaction because i want to like my conduct is very just like calm and respectful but the little cute human interactions i have i collect at like seashells Cause like I was at Target and I was in the Oreo section and they got Thin Men, right? But they had double stuff also. And you know, my philosophy is you can never go wrong with OG, you know, the original flavor. But I did poke my eye and and, and poke my eye and poke my eye, uh, peeked <laughs> over. I peeked over and I was like, they have Thin Mint, and when I think Thin Mint, because I've tried Thin Mint things, right? Like, uh, Coffee Mate had Thin Mint Dairy Cream, right? So I'm like, hmm, Thin Mint Oreos? Hmm, dun dun dun. And then I had small talk with the guy as he was, you know, trying to stop the new set of orders that came in, and it was in bulk, and he was like, stocking them, you know? like putting them on the shelf like I would do it blockbuster in the 90s and so I made small talk and you know I'm just in them and I was like I said have you tried the thin mints because I haven't tried it yet I want to try it but they've got the most interesting they're like Lay's whenever Lay's comes up with a new one but then they won't come up with that same one the following year even though reviews might have been like oh I like this one and it was like but you didn't see it like the following next year so um I was like have you tried thin mints and he was just like because I tried thin mints everything like I said coffee mate and then uh thin mint obviously the girl scouts because I was a girl scout way back in the day but I was like have you tried these ones and he was like no I mean yes I have but they're good yeah but some people it's like hit or miss right like like I'm that way too like if I like something I, I like it and love it if I don't you know it's like okay well like I don't like cilantro you know or I don't like babe what's something I don't like besides cilantro that I'm just like Ooh. wasabi yeah we both don't like wasabi like well here's what's weird is I, there's this like whatever you want to call it Safeway, Vons, Ralph's, Kroger um, all the grocery stores in America but there's this wasabi pea that is wasabi based and it's really good like I'm just like mm, like it's crunchy and then it has wasabi kicks to it you know like ah you know, so I like that, <sighs> but, um, yeah, and it was funny, because he just was like, yeah, 
I tried him, you know, like, he had, like, a, it's good, but then, but I'm, like, yeah, I, like, I, I was interested in trying it, but I haven't had Oreos in, in a long time, many, like, I want to say three and a half years, because I just don't really eat snacks like that anymore, and so, I was, like, if I'm gonna eat this, I want to enjoy it, so I'm gonna, I was, like, you know, I'm gonna go OG, I'm gonna stick with what I know for now, <laughs> I'll try it again next round. Yo, 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 MTV Raps. It's Fab Five Freddy with Little Bit Yenerma of the Wings Podcast. So, we just did it. We completed and finished the entire series. Dang. <laughs> Do you hear that? That was mini snoring. <laughs> we finished the entire series, the very new season. I believe it's season four for Cobra Kai. And it just came out. It came out, I think, a couple days ago. So we definitely binged it yesterday and today. And I am not going to give any spoilers. I am not going to be that person. Because I, for one have experienced that where somebody gave away the farm and I was like wait you cannot do that and they did that and so what I can say is that I did enjoy it with my husband it was pretty dope and you know if you've liked the other seasons before seasons one two and three then I think that you'll be enjoying yourself for this one as well so I think it's a good set of episodes and Um, I think that they did a good job, and I like the fact that it definitely does a lot of callbacks from the 80s, because I absolutely loved watching all the Karate Kids. In fact, um, I remember when it first came out, and I remember watching it at the theater when it first came out in the 80s, and it's really cool, because they actually... See, it's weird because I feel like if I talk about any of the seasons, but then I'm like, well, if you're not caught up to where we are now, it's like, you know. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's do it like this. I'm about to talk about one of these particular seasons that I really enjoyed. And it came out and was released. I believe it was season three last season three of last year. And so... This is about to be a spoiler for season three, so, uh, you know, you know, like, just hang tough, but, all right, season three, so, oh, okay, it's gonna be a spoiler, so just, you know, cover your ears, but it's not gonna be season four spoiler, it's gonna be season three spoiler, hear me again, so, I was watching season three, and, um, I think it was like Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and it was Elizabeth Shue. And one of my favorite movies when I was a kid growing up, besides Monster Squad, was Elizabeth Shue and Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> I love that. And then, um, of course, I loved her in Karate Kid, and I loved her in Cocktail. And yes, I loved her in the. Um, 
I loved her in Leaving Las Vegas as well. And those are the major movies that I think she did, right? Yeah, and it was cute and awesome and wonderful because in my life, people have like that terminology. I think it's called Doppin, Dop, Dop, Doppenglanger. That one. Yeah, that one. So when Doppelganger, <laughs> I just think it's funny. <laughs> when they had, um, when they had different, you know, like I was a kid growing up, and they, and then I was like a teenager, and then I was, you know, in my twenties, etc. But it's funny because like every single time I was like in a space of time growing up people would be like you look like you look like this person you look like this person I'm like I'm me but it was funny because I got the gamut so it'd be like you look like you look like the Filipino Reese Witherspoon or you look like the Filipina Elizabeth Shue and I'm thinking I'll take that that's cute you know like Elizabeth Shue because you know that's endearing to me and so it was so funny because um, I like that. And then it was, you look like Nia Peoples from the party. I think it was called a party machine. I, I used to like, I, when I would dance around in my room, I'd dance around in my fun, cute outfits with my Cabbage Patch dolls. And I'd be watching Dance Party and Time Machine. I think it's Time Machine. No, it's not. It's Party Machine or Dance Machine or something. And it when I got that, I was like, dang, you know, I was like, all right. And then I got, um, oh, of course, I think I mentioned my previous episodes, but I, they said I looked like Donna Cruz. Donna Cruz. So she was in it in season three. And when I saw her and that, I was like, oh, this is so nice it's like revisiting my childhood and being compared to it it'd be like like I was just like oh okay I'll take you know like I accept that compliment but I think Elizabeth Chew you know when you think about like Johnny and Daniel LaRusso like they had like a long-standing rivalry with their dojos, you know? And it's so interesting to be able to arrive here where we're watching it and see, I'm not gonna talk about it. I don't wanna give away any of the what happens, but it's just cool because, you know, they, they definitely brought back that whole spirit and that whole you know that I was alive in that time so I know what I'm talking about and you know I can actually share my moments and my experiences of being alive I think it's like a time capsule like if you were absolutely alive in that time you definitely can remember the feeling and the vibe but I think it's cool that right now like watching it the series was really good don't you think it was really good I loved it Kai never does. Sensei. Oh, see, it's tough to not be able to talk about something, but like, 
want to be able to talk about it. Like, I want to be like, remember that moment when, isn't that funny when, and you know, I've got many to my left. I don't know what's left. I got many to my right. Right on, she said. Good night. So, gonna get ready for some fun activities. But stay tuned for more. Little bit of Yenerma of the Wings. Talk to y'all soon. Playerism was accepted and celebrated. Hence, there were songs that illustrated that, including I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stops all over the world, and in every part there's least a heart of that least one lovely girl. Dun 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 dun. Whoa, I'm a traveling man. Yeah, I'm a traveling man. watching the Seahawks in the kingdom when it was Bosworth but when it was like Russell it was like he just reignited everything so it was definitely an era you know yeah Russell Wilson era in Seattle yeah see what happens I I just want y'all to know that I'll still be a Seahawks fan <laughs> I'll be a sad Seahawks fan but I'm gonna still show up Green and blue, I stay true. So, yeah, I'll still be a Seahawk fan. That's like with you. You were staying a true fan with every quarterback they've ever had, right? Yep. Those are the good and the bad. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite quarterback? Minnie's going nuts. She's just, like, kissing on both of us. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I was doing, Minnie. You can hear her. What? Hi, Minnie. Tail waking. Hi. Who's your favorite quarterback? Well, I mean... For the Niners. Joe Montana and Steve Young are kind of set aside because they're championship Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. But yeah. there have been a few other ones in there that were good. Uh, I liked Jeff Garcia when he was there. Uh-huh. Um, I liked Alex Smith when he was there. I mean, I know Kaepernick took his job and had two good seasons, but... yeah. Aside from those two seasons, you know, I wish I, I Jimmy didn't really G. Care for, uh, I wish Jimmy G. won the Super Bowl. Oh, I do too. I just wish we won the Super Bowl. But yeah, either way, I like Jimmy too. I have two friends that recommended my doctor, my OBGYN doctor, and so I really love my OBGYN doctor. He's awesome, and I really love my imaging doctor who performed my biopsy. She retired as well. And I just did my recent mammogram that I talked about in my previous episode. And it went great, stable, awesome, wonderful for my pseudoangiomyditis hyperplasia. But 
splash, 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 splash. And then um, I love my doctor that is in Irvine because one thing that I observe and my husband observes is too, is that he will not accept anything but the desired result. So I think that I, why am I talking like this? But <laughs> I feel like with that kind of, that's me, is I don't want to ever give up on our hopes, our dreams, our desires, our wants and stuff. And my husband's been really good about making sure to like, you know, be that rock, solid as a rock. And like I talk about in my previous episodes, like solid like the red rocks, you know, and we, he's always lifting me up. How are you today? Today is January 20 in the year 2021. Psych, I'm kidding. It's 2022. How are you? Is that funny, honey? <sighs> so I got some things to tell you. I'm so happy because we finally have the lamp up. I've had this lamp forever and I kept it with me because it was one of those types of lamps where you're just like, I'm never going to see something like this again. So this thing is big, like big to store, big to keep, big to hang. So I was super duper grateful about the fact that I found an awesome, great service through the help of Thumbtack, which has been an awesome experience. So shout out to I call him Zach from Thumbtack. I'm a poet. I don't even know it. And I want to give a shout out because he did an excellent job and we're both really happy. So I'll give you guys a play by play. So what happened was um, I had this lamp for a very long time. We're talking the earlier 2000s of life. So I never had... I never had the heart to ever throw something beautiful like that away. Besides, it wouldn't fit the dumpster. I'm kidding. But no, I I was like, I'm going to keep this. And so it's so big that for an 8x8 or a 10x10, it's like, you know, it'll go ahead and soak up the good percentage of the room. So I absolutely love this lamp. And my husband bless his heart was like I can see you love the lamp I love it too I was like yeah because you know it's a lamp that I've had for a minute a long time for a lot of years so funny fact is is that I have a (sighs) okay I do like sci-fi in fact I watched a lot of sci-fi in my life and I was in a sci-fi movie I loved watching V is for victory Oh, is that funny? That's that's a callback right there. V is for victory. Uh-huh. And uh I really I liked I like the Twilight Zone. The alien lamp looks good. I'm I need to I need to provide. So Zach from Thumbtack came through, showed up on time, and he made me 
as the customer feels safe and at ease about the experience of coming over to provide the service and the electrical. Because I, for one, have had experiences where it's like, not electrically speaking, but where it's like, oh, this, this, that, and the other. And then it was like, yeah, no. And then I didn't want an experience where they didn't know. I, I wanted the competence, but I also wanted the reassurance of, you know, safety. So he, re, you know, Zach reassured me and made sure, like, you know, to answer any questions, any concerns, which he addressed. So that was awesome. So what he did was he took off the ceiling fan. So he took that off. And then he then installed the mount piece, which was really cool because it can hold that that weight and then the ceiling the ceiling the lamp itself is really really big and heavy so he then put that as a way to then be held by the mount (laughs) so it's all nice and secure and now it looks amazing i feel like the, the spaceship landed you know so we we put my alien painting that I painted in 2016. We put that in the dining area. In 2017, I booked a movie where <laughs> it was a movie about aliens, but the the kind where they look human. <laughs> Yeah, so that was fun. That was fun to film. In the middle of nowhere in California. And then in 2018, my husband's parents, I think we were dating at the time. We we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We weren't like engaged or anything or married yet. So we went and it was in Pasadena and it was awesome. And Georgia was there, and his friend Eric, they were there, and we weren't, we're, I don't think we were engaged yet, what do you think? No, we were, 2018, okay, yeah, I think we were engaged, mm-hmm. so we went there, it was awesome, it was amazing, it was really cool, oh, excuse me. And then in 2019, we did a follow-up where we went again. This time it was downtown LA. Right, babe? Downtown LA. So we went to downtown LA. And then, again, it was a double date with his parents. And, you know, two in a row. And me, I think it's more... I think it's more spiritual than sci-fi. I think it is. Mm -hmm. I think it's more spiritual than sci-fi. It was really cool though. Very, very, very cool. Got a lot of cool stuff from there too. And, oh, babe, remember the earrings you got me? Tell us a story about those earrings that you got me. Soulstone earrings? Oh yeah, you got me soulstone earrings. No, the, um... Yes, the soul soul earrings you got me for our, for our anniversary. No, it's the other one. It's 
No, that's the time stone. That's the time stone earrings because it's green. No, it's Tanganga Boy because, like, that's green. The, the thingy, the earrings. It's time stone, like Dr. Strange. And then we have what? The soul stone, right? Soul stone. But wait, there's more. There's more. What was the earrings you got me from Alien Con? There you go. That's the one I'm talking about. Ancient spaceships. Yeah, so there. So. I found it interesting that they revived V, though. Did you ever, ever watch V? V? Never. Wait. Wait a minute. Oh, that's why. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? Okay, well, it came out in the 80s. And it was a good series on TV. And the concept is these aliens came to Earth spaceship I come in peace the whole nine and then it was like oh you have to cook um damn it all right bye stay tuned for more you know <laughs> little bit you of the wings podcast hello and good morning so it's about morning time, Sunday. And this is my morning voice. <laughs> so we watched the Niner game last night. And Lance will get into it in the LTR recap. What's funny is that we have actually like four different recaps for the LTR recap (laughs) but each one was from the previous week so for clarity purposes I was like okay we're gonna have the update from last night because if we were to talk about the other other games be rather unless you're like into it the way that we are like oh yeah that one that one one." but I see it as a library and archive of different recaps so Looking back in the Dewey Decimal Systems. Dewey Decimal. So. This will be the recap for. This week. The playoffs. And the Buccaneers. They're going to be playing. The Rams. But yesterday was cool. Because my husband's team won. He'll talk about that when he gets here. But I'm mostly happy because, excuse me, I'm yawning a lot. I'm so sleepy today. Sleepy's a good thing. Sunday is supposed to be the day of rest. A day to relax and a day to recharge, a day to refresh. So I was looking at my humanitarian award and I was looking at the date and I received the award on the 22nd of January 1998 that makes it 24 years ago that's intense 
That's crazy. 24 years ago, I won the humanitarian award and I created a lot of awareness programs and dedicated them to areas in the world and areas in society and areas in our communities, plural, where there were populations of people who experienced a phenomenon or a part of society that doesn't exactly get a voice. So in the 90s when I was in college, during my program, I would create programs during my program, I would create programs, but during my academic program and academic careers of, you know, receiving my my credits, earning my degrees, I utilized my voice as a way to help create awareness and dialogue for societal issues, societal concerns such as breast health, breast cancer, breast awareness, because that was like the first time I ever really learned about, you know, self-checks and making sure my auntie Emmy, I spoke of her in my previous podcast episodes, she taught me a lot about that and check your susal, you check your susal, check it, because you have to like make sure that everything's good and you know, and so later in my life, I I just spoke about this in my earlier episodes. I was diagnosed with pseudoangiomatistromohabiblisha. And it always, like, kind of resonates in my mind because that was, like, the first time I ever learned about checking your boobs. And then later in my life, I was diagnosed after my mammograms had detected and the ultrasounds had detected and you know and that did begin with self-checks in terms of like checking each area of your boobs so um with that being said I'm really glad that they detected it and I'm glad that you know I was able to determine and that definitely was a process in itself because anytime you're awaiting some type of results it's time it's kind of like a a status of the unknown and then when you finally figure it out finally know and get your data back and you get your results you're like yes okay good or you know let's everything's you know the word benign rhymes with fine so it felt like everything was fine and I was really grateful for that experience because um, I felt like it was like again a call back to everything of my experiences of like making sure to you know educate others about it because I felt that you know with the, the platform and the the foundation and everything about increasing awareness was, you know, the root of my advocacy and it's a force. I feel like everything in my life has been like a foreshadow to the actual experience. Like it was kind of like, you know, everything I did from my my past definitely was a segue and a prelude and a warm-up and a, and a setup in a in a fundamental kind of uh, you know route that really was the experience that gave the trajectory towards the actual experiences so it's kind of like a you know like I mentioned the flow of everything so 
so yeah so um so the other societal concerns were awareness for uh, suicide awareness as well as the as well as the national collegiate alcoholic awareness hi good morning (laughs) okay it's part of creating awareness and again i'm very grateful for my experience with my humanitarian award because i when i won it i was like one out of i don't know like ten thousand people and so at the time i was like oh my gosh little old me what when they called my name i was like you know i didn't know it was me i was just like you know feeling like oh this is a nice ceremony and i'm able to like see all the different you know and it was awesome so i was like sitting there and then they called my name like the dr martin luther king jr humanitarian award recipient goes to drum roll inerma de los solis and then they then they said nice things about me and and the vice president of my program and then when they said my name though it was Yanima <laughs> and then he got comfortable calling me Yanima <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh this guy's mispronouncing my name story of my life as I was saying for the humanitarian they when they said my name it was like definitely altered I was like no yeah it's not how you say it but it was like Yanima has done a lot of several various initiatives that would help and you know talk about my this that and the other and I was just like he's saying my name wrong but it's not changing the moment so so then I was like, all right, cool. So then they, then, you know, they gave the mic to me. I remember I, I was crying because I was just so in shock, you know, and I'm in front of my family and friends and all these strangers and just like receiving the award and I'm like crying and stuff. And then I remember I said something like, I'm just so flabbergasted. That word was flabbergasted. I said I was flabbergasted. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm just so happy and, you know, I'm just so thankful and I'm so shocked and flabbergasted. <laughs> I said flabbergasted. <laughs> I can't believe I said funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. I because out of all the words in my vocabulary that I've utilized for, you know, for everything, it's just funny that I would just be like, I'm just here because, you know, I want to make a big difference in the world. And I'm totally endearing and cute saying I meant it from my heart, you know, and it made me feel so close to God to do all these things, trust me, because I felt kind of like people would come up to me and be like, you know, I know someone, or, you know, I'm doing this event, or, you know, I'm doing this, uh, type of support, and I'm, I'm in a support group, or, so I felt like it is creating community, it's creating awareness, it's creating 
dialogue, it's creating resources, it's creating a sense of togetherness and a sense of community because they felt like then there are others, you know, and then you find your tribe. And for me, I just felt like it was connecting worlds. Like I felt like a conduit. On the conduit! <laughs> I'm so silly. I feel like everything is a song anyway because I just be like, when I like, I always think that there's a song to everything. There is. So, anyway, as I was saying, so I, I don't, I don't know how we got to a place of giggles, but here we are. It's fine. It's great. So we then proceeded. So the humanitarian ward. Okay, we're there. So I remember my outfit. I coordinated it a certain way where I had my like my scarf and then like my sweater that matched and then like my tan pants and then and then I curled my hair a certain way and I just remember feeling like today's gonna be a great day and then when I saw my family and they had like balloons and everything I was like that's just so sweet that you know that my family knew about it before I did because you know they were absolutely there and loving and I, I just think it's so important to you know recognize every aspect of one's journey you know it's like past present future and I always think it's important especially now because we're in a society we're in a world where we can't really see our families and people as much as we used to and I think it's important to really recognize the holistic journey and for me I think it's been so cathartic and so healing and so just very like soothing to be able to be a whole person and then be able to kind of look at all areas of my life and all areas of my journey and all areas of where I've grown and really take that into account and you know then I always kind of look at the big picture so for me I look at life from every angle baby no what are you doing Minnie come here oh Minnie so yeah excuse me I'm so sleepy and giggly this morning yeah so I looked at it the other day and I was just reminiscing because around this time I always, I think every single month allows for that. Baby love, mini. Mini love, my mini love. Mini love. So I've been getting into my arts and crafts, y'all. I have new wallpaper up. I painted my little armoire set, put some pineapples on it, made it a little funky monk monkey. Have a funky, funky Christmas. Minnie! Hold on, I gotta check out Minnie, what she's up to. It's the Minnie Mouse. The Minnie Mouse. Choo, choo, choo. Minnie? Oh, okay. She's chilling. See what's uh, everybody's working. 
looking for the weekend. You want a piece of my heart? Okay, what are you doing? Okie dokie, artichokies. I just want this pandemic to go away. I was talking to a couple of my loved ones, friends and everything. And I just think it's so awesome how people come together and people share their, you know, their individual experiences and then we can all like collect it together and kind of reflect on everything but I have this one friend who brought an interesting good point you know because I was thinking about the you know different different types of updates that we've always had with this whole pandemic you know and going on almost two years and to deny its existence would be like saying it never happened but at the same time it's like there's no denying it like there's a lot of experiences that have happened and you kind of gotta remember and reflect and you know understand it for what it means uh, but also just acknowledge and honor what what it meant so just like with anything in life you know whenever there's a certain event it's it happened but to deny its form its reality its existence it's like doesn't allow for the true opportunity of growth of reflection so with that being said I was thinking about all the different events and how we've all processed it and experienced it and you know what we've learned from it and how we're going through it and everything and I personally, I absolutely, I, what I do for me is I honor what I feel. So if I'm feeling, you know, a certain way and I need to have a conversation, then I allow for that. Like I'm, I definitely embrace dialogue. So for instance, if I'm concerned about, you know, because let's be honest, like this has been ongoing now for two years almost. And so it really is tough to talk about because if you can't just talk about one thing without talking about everything, you know, when you open up one can of worms, it seems like you're opening up the whole section and so the whole area. So it's almost like, well, if you do talk about it, you talk about it all the way and then, you know, there's a lot of great conversations that can come from it and a lot of great listening that can come from it and then there's the other area where it's the other concept of you know not talking about it you know the contrast it's like a seesaw effect it's like do we talk about it do we not talk about it if we don't talk about it then it doesn't exist if we do talk about it, then it very much exists and what in the world and so it's a contrast, you know? It's like, do we or don't we? Do we or don't we? If we do, then we're going all in. If we don't, then it doesn't really exist, right? We just kind of focus on whatever's on, you know? So it's happening and it's it's part of our reality and our truth and our world. And I'm trying to make sense of it <laughs> every day. <laughs> I'm like what in the world and then I feel like you know 
for me, I have my focus because I have specific areas that I'm absolutely working on and I really, really am focused on it that I feel like I'm always thinking about it and always like moving it forward and wanting to see its fruition. So I'm like every single day praying, listening, you know, daydreaming and allowing my, my, my mind to just run freely and flow with it and have that currency that that flow happen so yeah so whether it be the elephant not there it, you know um, be present there not there it's it's happening and I think it's so good when people hold on to all the beauty and I just think a lot has come out of this. A lot of good, a lot of, you know, for me, I, I know what I've been focused on is, you know, fulfilling and completing the lifetime goals I always dreamed of and I'm close to it and I haven't really talked about it to too many people because I feel like this is something that I'm doing for me and my husband and Minnie and God and I want to you know allow for specific opportunities and memories to happen so uh with that being said I just feel like it is close because I feel it but also it's like I don't want to tell anyone until it happens you know I don't want to talk about it until it happens I don't want to I don't want to share anything until it actually happens or I have, because I hate that feeling of like you share something, right? And then it's like, it doesn't happen, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't like that. Like, I like things to happen and then they happen. And I have like documentation that it happened or something. Like my humanitarian award, like I have the award right sitting in front of me. Like, oh, it's nice. It's clear. It looks like, you know, and then I learn from everything where I'm like, okay, well, you know, you can't control everything in the world. You can't. And, you know, what you can... Oh my gosh, here we are. What you can control is yourself and your everyday thoughts and your mindset. And that's what I tell myself every day. And I fight for that logic and I advocate that mindset. And I write every day, which has allowed a lot of great thoughts to just come out of my head and my heart and onto paper and I think it's all coming together and it's making sense. The things that once upon a time didn't make sense to me makes more sense now and I always followed my heart and I don't have any type of, you know, I I love to follow my heart because I think following your heart's something that most people either get it or they don't get and my life is my testimony so I feel like my life reflects all of my heart and my love and my passions and my my drive and my hopes and you know a lot of times people kind of focus on things such as oh this that and the other but you know I think the best growth is that growth that transcends and that makes you feel connected to the spirit, you know, the spirit within and 
the spirit that moves and I think that you know for my life I would like to have my whole life reflect that and I think besides the fact that I acknowledge the event of the pandemic I also honor my other journeys that I've been advocating for (laughs) with my heart and my pineapple vibes because I'm serious like I can't believe that yes I can't believe but I can't believe but I can't you know it's like paradoxical but I I feel like I can't believe it am I dreaming or something or am I you know I don't know yes I know but I don't know you know what I mean like it's existential all right (laughs) like is this for real is this for real (laughs) all right I promised y'all a recap so you'll be in for a treat so when we come back we'll have it for y'all so stay tuned for more a little bit you know of the wings podcast Thanks for tuning in to Little Bit Yanurma of the Wings Podcast. So I promised you guys a treat, and we have an awesome, wonderful treat for you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the LTR recap, give a warm welcome for Lance. Ladies and gentlemen, Lance. Okay, everyone, we did it. 49ers, we made it. NFC Championship game. We're going up against the Rams. The Rams won today beat the Bucks, but last night we beat the uh, Packers and it was it was amazing so much fun really really happy about it it was a game that was low scoring but it was a lot of fun and you know they were in the snow by the second half 49ers offense couldn't do much but neither could the Packers offense other than the opening drive there was no touchdown scored by either offense for the rest of the game defenses were there sacked Aaron Rodgers five times but it was the special teams that pulled it off. You know, a blocked field goal and a blocked punt that led to a touchdown right there. It was just, it was amazing. And then getting downfield and hitting the game-winning field goal. It was awesome. I can't believe we're there. It's great. So we made it, and now we get to play the Rams again for a third time this season. And it goes anything like the first two games, and we should win this and go to the Super Bowl. Rams pulling off the win against the Bucks earlier today. It was a... Pretty good game. You know, the Bucks came back. They were down 27-3 going into the third quarter, and they got it tied at 27-27 by the end. But the Rams were able to get downfield and get the field goal, which has been a game of... All these games have been won by field goals the last three day, three games the last two days. It's crazy. The Titans-Bengals was won by a field goal. The Niners-Packers was a field goal. The Rams-Bucks is a field goal. So we'll see how the Chiefs-Bills... Turns out, if that's one by a field goal, that'd be just crazy. But it was um, it was awesome. So far, all the road teams won, so it's going to be good. But next weekend, NFC Championship game, and we're going to win. Got to beat the Rams, go to the Super Bowl. And then whoever wins the Bills-Chiefs, it'll be them versus the Bengals. And, I mean, it's, it's crazy because it could be a Chiefs-49ers rematch, and that's insane. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to give it back over to my wife. It's always a pleasure, and I can't wait to keep updating you because we're still there. And Yep, I'll be talking to everybody soon. Thank you again. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. That was an awesome update. Stay tuned for more Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast.
Hello, thanks for tuning in to Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings Podcast. It's a very special Sunday, football Sunday. I'm excited to watch football today, I really am. I'm excited to go for a nice walk and have a wonderful day and enjoy the sunshine. I'm having a cup of coffee. I love my coffee. This is really delicious. Yum. It has this nice um, set of flavors. Here we have chocolate, strawberry, and caramel. So, yum. I just wanted to say that I'm so happy I went to the SoFi Stadium. Me being a sci-fi lover, I love V, and I love the movie that I was in, and First Light, and um, I love the fact that when you go to that area in LA, in the heart of Englewood, you see that spaceship, you're like, oh my goodness, a spaceship, and it reminds me of my spaceship lamp way back in the day. We're talking all the way from all night long. I love that song. <laughs> Yay! I do. Oh. Oh my goodness. Okay, I have to play that. Oh. I love that. Uh, I remember you remind me that came out in the '90s and Real Love that came out in the '90s as well and. I had those, um, I grew up in Seattle, Washington, so it was often cold, like, especially in the winter, and I remember I had, like, big jackets, and I think, um, I had a bomber jacket, and, um, I had a North Face jacket, and I had a lot of different types of jackets, but I remember when I, um, had my overalls, and I danced to, like, songs from back in the day at Super Bowl halftime because it's gonna like take you back (laughs) to a time (laughs) back in my portal you know like real love (laughs) I saw you before babe it's a deja vu honey don't you know that you remind me you you remind me of a love that I once knew is it a dream or is it deja vu I just had to let you know so I had to sing it <laughs> cause for you boy I don't know and the way you walking and the way you talking the way you moving you remind me yes you do of the way you dressing and the way you dancing you really like to move you remind me you i saw you before babe i love that song it's a deja vu honey don't you know that you remind me you remind i love that song okay but um, uh so yeah she first came out with that song and then i think Gosh, you know, I feel like it was that, and then it was real love, and then they were dancing. I'm searching for a real love, someone to set my heart free, real love. Ah, searching for a real love, 
And then um, all her slow songs, because I loved her whole album. Like I could listen to it from start to finish. Her CDs, because at the time it was like it went from record players and you know DVD or DVDs. <laughs> my bad. Record players to cassettes. And then I remember I had her CD, so I remember I would play that in the car because I played her cassette. I'd have to like rewind it and then I would play her her CD and like I would know which track was when what why so I remember I'd be like track do track and then she did have a track it was like like all her songs that were very much like heartbreaking that one hit hard too like time on my hands since you've been away boy I ain't got no what was it I ain't got no plans no 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 and the sound of the rain against my window pane is slowly it's slowly driving me insane oh boy I'm going down I love that oh I remember that was so good like when I don't know what it was but when I was growing up in Washington in Seattle like whenever people were going through heartbreaks you could feel it you know like I'm sure that's with anything but like you'd be like oh but then like you'd sing Mary J Plage and everything would just be better you know and then um when Waiting to Exhale came out I remember I think it came out gosh you know I feel like it came out in the mid 90s 95 or 96 or something and it was like Mary J was part of that track set list because all the songs I love soundtracks because I love paying attention to like what different music that you know and I love being able to I love playlists I love soundtracks I do so with that being said I remember there was um waiting to exhale so she was on that and then she was also on the show so they had the show soundtrack and I was like it's Billy and then um, I think it was track 10 I think so I'm gonna go ahead and say track 10 and it was like every day every day it rains every day it rains cause things will never be the same Uh, that was that was like my jam because it every day it did rain (laughs) and I remember I'd be like in my heart I'd be like gosh you know if I just lived in California for like every day of the year it wouldn't rain as much you know huh so like that song <laughs> drew me to in the rains in southern california i see you when i get there i haven't seen your face in a year i can't wait till i get there just a kiss and a wait just a kiss and a squeeze and a hug and girl you know the rest cause they tell me they never rained in southern california and they tell me so wait so yeah so going back to mary jane and that was every day it rains and that's it never rains in southern california that's tony 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 has done it again uh so yeah mary J. her songs were very much like hip-hop vibe that that she definitely was since back in the day like like back in my oh I love her and then um she love me too yes and then uh there was the one song it was like 
Oh, so I yeah, so all her so songs. So my favorite song of hers, I highly doubt because it was like one of those where it was kind of like not her like her major tracks, but it was like definitely up there. But um, my favorite songs of her <laughs> was definitely "You Remind Me." I love that one, and then I love I love all night long. <laughs> but I like I love anything all night long. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love. I mean, you know, if you can be, everybody appreciates consistency and continuous <laughs> to be continued. Everybody, like all night long. SWV, Lionel Richie, Mary J. Blige. You know, those are like, yeah, that's right there. You know. So, okay. So Mary J. Blige, and then um, her slow song. So, okay. So. It was just very much painful, heartbreaking song. So like that song right there was like, uh, I'm going down. That was a song. Or, well, I'm not going to cry. That was like, uh, all the time that I was loving you, you were, oh, that one. So that was, <laughs> that too. And then, oh my gosh. And then, and then, um, what other song? Oh, you give me joy. And, um, gosh, I can remember, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember, like, when you'd have to, like, switch out the CDs in order, and then you get the, like, CD shuffler where you have, like, six CDs and, like, one. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you know, I think it'll be You Remind Me, because that's, like, one of her original tracks. And then Real Love, of course. I feel like Family Affair will be on there too. Dun dun dun, let's get on. I think that will be on there. Um, let me think. Gosh, but I definitely think she'll go old school with all that, you know? Like when she started back in the 90s, you know? I remember like all the intros for every album would always start off with people talking. You know, it's always wanting to, like, have an intense intro, like, you know, hurry up, or else you're going to miss your flight type of thing, like, <laughs> be there 10 o'clock, I'll be there, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so they're all, like, alarm clocks, <laughs> all right, <laughs> oh my gosh, and, um, okay, I think they're going to do Forgot About Dre, mm-hmm. not easy, talk about it. so they're going to do that. I think they're going to also do, um, yeah. oh, uh, I think they go, <laughs> one, two, three, into the four, Snoop Doggy Doggy Dr. Dre's up the door, ready to make an entrance, so back on up, cause you know about the original. <laughs> Your microphone like a bus, like a bubble. Come to Long Beach, yeah. You know, we jump. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low, gon' cry in that and bangs, man. On fatal, we so please try to. So back to the lunch. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that takes me back. But as far as like doing like hip hop, like that kind of like, that's dope, you know? Like. You know, and then it has some, you know, R&B up in the mix. Yeah, that's a nice combination right there. I think that'll 
and then the, you know you're in the spaceship right you know you're in the spaceship of Inglewood you know so oh my gosh I loved being oh, oh man I I saw my roots where I got my wings oh my heart sings <laughs> Yee! I can't believe I went to the so Stadium so Stadium I love SoFi Stadium. I sound like a funny, but no, I love it because it's so cool. <laughs> you know, one one section you see a lake, you're like, how'd that lake get there? I don't know, somebody put it there. And then like other sections, you see like palm trees, and then there's this one section where you just stand there and it puts a bunch of images on you, like a bunch of helmets or something. And I'm like, wait, I'm not a Rams fan. I'm here for my Seahawks. But you know, I'm in LA, so it's like, woo, you know, and then I just love, um, I love, I love the fact that it's very, you know, like I said, I love sci-fi, so I love the fact that there's that element. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? You remember this guy? Know what I mean, Bert? Know what I mean, Bert? Know what I mean, Bert? His coffee is good. Stay tuned for more Little Big Enamel of the Wings podcast. What's your favorite part of the Dub Shack song? I would have to say mine is Now we my girls are deep in a 94 Wrangler Jeep. <laughs> Flops all through Long Beach. Jason Dukes gets props. Hair nails fresh from the shop. And we bomb the spot called the shack. Three months of weather. Three months of pleasure. How can I measure? Love, relaxation, all the fun I'm facing. My homie's got green for us. That's me. Show though, hit the stove though, so I can get a photo. My little cousin rushing to the park, too much to stand in line to get a free lunch. Why do we do what we do, what we do, what we do? Hanging out late with no curfew. Let me hear you say, Oh, 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 ah, ah, time LBC. That'd be dope if they play that too. That'd be representing because if it was like the the Niners who make it, then that's representing Northern Cal. And then if it's like all up in the mix, Southern Cal, and then you got like Long Beach and you got, you know, represent. Oh my goodness. That's so dope. All in one night. Mm. That would be the most, that's going to be a memorable Super Bowl. I really hope y'all make it. That'd be a sad, whoever makes it though, what's up with this is that it's like LA versus like, you know, SF, you know, it's like northern versus southern, you know. If I'm technically supposed to pick a backup, listen, if I'm supposed to technically pick up a backup type of, I feel like it'd be like, you know, technically it would be like Southern Cali team. But since I'm like, you know, being loyal to you, <laughs> I'll go with the Niners. <laughs> yeah. The craziest thing about the NFC 
But I, it's funny to me because like I don't, I'm not like bandwagon style. I don't do that. I don't. I'm in anything. Like I'm not just gonna like, oh, because I, like even not living in Seattle, Washington, I'm still a Seahawk fan. You know, <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like, I'm never gonna become like a Raider fan or a Ram fan or a Niner fan. Like think about all the ways. Like you know. Like, oh, okay, I think I'll go ahead and become a Niner fan because my husband is, you know, oh, I'm going to go ahead and be red and gold now. I'm just going to retire my blue and green, everyone. You know, just be foreign because you can't really change your, you know, where you're, you know, you can't change because for you, you were born and raised in Northern Cal. You can't ever change that and go back in time and be like, oh, I think I'm going to go ahead and be born elsewhere. Like, that's just... But I think the allegiance is from the roots. And like if I was to do, that would, you know, my grandpa would roll, roll, roll in his gray, like roll, roll, roll. He'd be like rolling, like, no! How dare you? I know. Why? Bucket, why you Nerma? You, why you do that to me? Why? I don't know. That would be a shame. That be in shambles. You grew up in Seattle, and you're born and raised in Seattle, and then you become a what? You what to do? What is that one, Ram? Yeah, I'm going to pass out in my grave. <laughs> I dis- I don't like it. What? You're going to be a niner pond because you married a guy that is not from Seattle and he from the Northern California? What in the world? You're going to be a- no? I wouldn't do that. No. That would just be blasphemous. Oh wait, I'm not even done yet. What? You want to become a redder pun? No way. Over my dead body. Red and cold till you're dead and bald. (laughs) Or gray and black. You give heart attack. (laughs) I know. What? You want to be run? What is so bad? This is the ram. Why would you want to be a rampant? Why? For what? Rampant? What color is that one? What color is ram? What color is the ram? Do you even know? I don't know. I don't know. That, that spaceship. What were they not thinking? It's a big one. You walk from one end to another. I would just like to walk with you to the kingdom because it's much smaller. My feet don't have the earth and you know I have the gout. Ay, nako. Ay, what is wrong with this? Who invented this spaceship is big? You walk one end to another. I, I'm not doing the tour. Well, who wants to do tour? Ay, nako. I walk from one section to another. Five miles. Walk. You know what? Who invented this? Why do that one? Naku naman. Baka, ano ka ba? What did you want? What were you thinking of when you built that one? Huh? What were you thinking of? Were you thinking of... Thinking of us? No. You thinking that you're gonna give us exercise? You know, and then you, you exit, exit, right? So you get to the place where you park your car, and when you park your car, you're like, I know, I have to walk here. Oh, look like a nice coliseum. Ay, it's a good one. 
but it is pretty dope inside. Like it's it's beautiful. I'm not gonna. Okay, so my favorite stadiums are as follows, and I've said it before because every time I feel like I'm giving too much love to like these stadiums, I feel like I'm like not giving enough love to my hometown stadium. So in that respect, I have to like even out the distribution. So I I love the Seahawks stadium, of course, but the OG one I'll always love is the Kingdom one and. Even before I toured the other stadiums in Los Angeles and Las Vegas, I wore my Seahawks gear each time. <laughs> and so, like, I went to the tour, and um, I was wearing my Seahawks attire the whole time. And it would be funny because it'd be like, you know, I'm just showing my re- representing, you know, and um, <laughs> and I'm wearing my out like my my jersey and everything. And I just felt like, you know, it's just my nature, you know. It's just so weird, you know, right? But the kingdom, that was existing for 24 years. And that's like an important fact, historical fact. And that landmark did, in fact, exist. So that brings me back to my roots in my childhood. And then, again, they built the Century Link, which became clink, clink, clink. I think it was called Quest and then Century and then um, Clink, Clink, Clink and then Lumen. And then there's the Safeco Field for the home of the Mariners. And then I love... So when I think about the Allegiant Stadium versus the SoFi Stadium, these this is what I think. I think because I went to the first, first game with Lance where we went and saw the very, very first game they ever had because they played the Seahawks. And yes, so I love the stadium because I feel like it offers, you know, a lot of historical types of types of treasures. Same concept with, and but I think I I genuinely just I love because you know anytime I think of like certain areas in California, I just feel like that's where once upon a time a, new, a UFO was identified. <laughs> That's like no same concept when you know, but you know, they definitely it looked like a spaceship, you know, it does, no doubt. And I just I think it's funny. And then you know, living in certain areas of California, I would always kind of wonder, like, okay, this is the same spot, you know, and then there's historical origins of that. So I just think that that's part of history, you know, it's part of like one's journey as well as like historical part of scientific evidence so once upon a time it existed the artifacts you know what I mean like (laughs) so I think it's so dope that like it all just comes you know always comes together it comes full circle and it's a nice rhythm nice harmony so I like that I'm gonna be able to see all of that you know like wow you know wow you know Oh, but anyway, um, it's going to be exciting. I- I'm blown away that this is all happening. I- are you blown away? I'm blown away. I'm like, wow. Like, because you guys were hanging by a thread. At one point, y'all were like, same as us. <laughs> you know, like, our Seahawks were suffering. And, you know, we had it tough. And I hung tough with my Seahawks. I didn't neglect them. I, I hung tough. And so, the fact that, like, we won the last two, we did it right, you know, 
we're like, nope, still got it, you know, but sure, we didn't make the play, but we still got it, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I was very happy for you when you made the playoffs, because I was like, that just means you have, you know, a chance, and I really feel like Jimmy should have won it, I think I've said it in a bunch of my episodes previously, like, Jimmy should win a Super Bowl, I do too, because I, you know, I, I would love that for for your team. Like, you're definitely a diehard, and I would love for my Seahawks to make it again. Uh, that would be nice to win a Super Bowl again. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Little Bit Unirma of the Wings podcast. So we have an update for you. The games happened on Sunday, so we have the LTR recap just for you. Got a treat. Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome for Lance. Ladies and gentlemen, Lance. Alright everybody, it was a, it was a game. The, sorry, many still comforted me, actually. <laughs> knew I was about to talk about the game. That's a long moment. Yeah, do you see this thing? Mm-hmm. Thank you, yes. So, we had our games, the Chiefs. Eat the or lost to the Bengals, which was awesome. Um, was rooting for the Bengals. I think a lot of people were, and it didn't look like they were going to win in the first quarter. But that's sort of how the Bengals play. They always come back. They came back. They got the job done. Congrats to them. We had the Niners versus the Rams. Niners six and zero against the Rams. Finally came to an end though. We lost to them. It was a pretty heartbreaking loss. Um, a lot of different things played into it. Either way, it was a team effort. We lost the game. It's rough, but we weren't supposed to make it that far anyway, and it was kind of a miracle that we were there, so I was just happy to see them play for as long as they did, and that's as much as you can ask for for a season aside from winning the Super Bowl. I mean, getting to all the way to the post, and yeah, I wanted to win the game and go to the Super Bowl again, but it's how these things happen sometimes. It's unfortunate, but still love my team can't wait to see where we go next year i don't know if jimmy's gonna be there or not um maybe a few other people leaving and then we'll see how trey lance can do he's had a year to study under jimmy and learn the offense and everything so hopefully he's matured enough in that time but all that's in the future for now seasons are over we got the Bengals and the rams in the super bowl um and as a fan of the 49ers i I don't it's not a I wouldn't say I'm rooting for this Bengals to win just because I don't want the Rams to win because they beat us. It's, I don't really care at this the point. Halftime. It's the halftime show that I'm there for at this point now. Can't wait. We're going to see Eminem and Dr. Dre and Snoop and Mary J. Blige and Kendrick. It's going to be amazing, I think. I'm, I mean, just because, you know, we're fans from the old, old school and we know all the stuff. So this is a big show for us. This was like... This is awesome. I was really hoping it would be having Mike get to watch my team in there, but 
going to be a great halftime show and hopefully a good game. <laughs> hopefully a good game. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's it's a toss-up, to be honest. The Bengals are one of these teams that could always come back and win. The Rams are a team that tend to find ways to win, but they also, you know, they hang, they got teams hanging around that probably they shouldn't have, and the Bengals are a good team. So this it, it's probably going to be a good game, quite honestly. Halftime show will be awesome. Uh, and, yeah, we'll just wait for our next seasons to come. It'll be a long time before they get here, but it's okay. It's a lot to build up for, and it's going to be a... Hopefully this halftime show and Super Bowl, we cap it off with a bang, and, you know, yeah, both of them are great. I mean, they're going to represent, but you know how it's Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop, Kendrick, Mary J? So, what about, you think Ice Cube's going to make an appearance? I think he, I think he might, but I don't know. So we'll see, but it's going to be awesome. Um, halftime show for sure. I'm looking forward to see what songs they do. I mean, my wife was talking about which ones we think they're going to do and all that. So it'll be interesting. I'm sure there'll be bets on what songs he performs. So if you guys are betters, that might be a fun thing to look into. <laughs> um, it's going to be it's gonna be fun, though. We're two weeks away, and now this is comforting me once again. So uh, the sports cast, I guess we'll do one more after the Super Bowl for the NFL season, and then we'll have to other sports with LTR recaps, but it's been a pleasure. It's always fun. I can't wait till next season. Uh, I can't wait to keep talking to you guys. I, I enjoy this a lot. So thank you as always. I'm going to hand this back over to my wife and I'll be talking to everybody again soon. All right. Thank you so much for part two of the LTR recap. That was awesome as per usual. And we look forward to doing a recap for the Super Bowl. And of course, the halftime show. I can't wait. It's going to be so hyped. All right, stay tuned for more. A little bit, you know, huh? Family affair. It is going to be a family affair. Thank you so much for tuning in to Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast. We'll be back for more, so stay tuned for more Little Bit Yanerma podcast. We want to give a shout out and much love to the following people. And we also want to represent because I'm wearing my pineapple vibes. Pineapple vibes. Pineapple vibes all day, every day. Yay! So I'm wearing, I got different colors. What's really awesome is this is part of the new design and I'm super, super happy. It's part of, a, it's part of our little bit advocacy. So it's awesome and it's available at... The one and only www.olympiaculture.com. Once again, you can find my little bit collection there. Yay! Represent! Woo! Mabuhai, Malami Salamat. So I'm wearing red today, and my husband is wearing red because of his Niners, but I'm wearing red because of my pineapple vibes. Yay! <laughs> it looks like I'm wearing red though. But I still have my Seahawks colors representing. I love all the colors, so it's so dope. Okay, so um, sending much love to the following people. Sending love to everyone all around the world. Please stay safe as always. 
Let's beat this pandemic. Let's beat Corona, all the variants, everything. Let's all stand together, be strong, be a source of strength for others. And definitely pray to God and pray for our communities, our families, and our world at large. Amen. And I just want to say God bless everyone. So shout out to all my friends, all my family. Shout out to Shantae. Yay. You and the boys. Make noise. And then um, so shout out to Savannah. Sab's Beauty. Shout out to Diana. Thank you so much. Shout out to Savannah. A shout out to <laughs> shout out to Mrs. Jones, Tasha, my friend from all the way back when. We're both from Washington. And then shout out to all my doctors. Much love. Thank you for doing what you do. And I cannot wait for certain experiences to happen. Shout out to Rich the Stylist. Shout out to all of my schools. Shout out to Jane, Dennis, Dean, Cole, Lucy. Much love to my my friends and family in Seattle, as well as Los Angeles, as well as Northern Cali and Southern Cali and all over the world in the Philippines and Las Vegas, as well as Texas and Florida and Kentucky and everywhere all around the world the same song shout out to Morgan shout out to Zach shout out to Brian shout out to Valencia as well as my family my parents Lance's parents shout out to my godmother my Ninang love you so much shout out to all my little bit advocates, thank you so much for tuning in to a little bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast. We'll be back for more. This is you're listening to this is season one, episode twelve. Yay! Oh my goodness! Yay! This is absolutely a celebration, and that's one thing that I really want to definitely, uh, definitely emphasize is the importance of you know really celebrating every step of the way as well as you know like sometimes it's like okay do all these things and take care of all these things but I feel good about where things are going and I'm really grateful and happy that I have a space in place my sanctuary my podcast as a way for me to connect with the world as well as stay true to my voice so I'm very grateful for all of these different types of experiences as well as the opportunity to share all of my experiences and be able to advocate and be able to share and educate because God is great. Amen. Much love and God bless. Stay tuned for more. A little bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast. We're going to have season two coming for you. Yay! And of course, much love to my Seahawks. I love you guys. My Seatown, my hometown represent and 206 and all the areas as well as um, I love everybody in my SoCal where I got my wings I love I love Viva Las Vegas and then I love all my communities and my friends in my Pacific Islander I love you guys and stay strong as well and 
gusto ko pumunta sa Pilipinas. I really wanna go. I wanna go so bad. Like in a couple years, when things kind of calm down with this pandemic, because traveling wise is intense. But uh, you know, I love traveling, and I can't wait to travel again. But as far as like um, my travels, I'm very grateful for all of it. And you know, just continue to stay kind, world, and stay loving. Oh, and duh. <laughs> I'm with you guys every day, and I give you guys a shout out all, all the time. You, Minnie, and Lance. Yeah, <laughs> my mouses. Much love and God bless, and see y'all soon. Stay tuned for season two of Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings. Stay tuned for more. Be back in time. Be back for more. Stay tuned for more Little Bit Yanerma of the Wings podcast. Yay!